Cal football and Justin Wilcox have plenty of questions going into 2022, but they're starting to get some answers. We'll take a look at what those might be today on Locked On Pac-12. Let's go. Locked On Pac-12, your daily podcast on the Pac-12 Conference. It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Locked on Pack 12 I'm your host, Spencer McLaughlin, D1 play-by-play broadcaster. Thanks for making this your first listen or your first view if you're watching on YouTube every day. Part of the Locked on Podca- Podcast Network, your number one source to stay up to date with the Conference of Champions every single weekday. Like, comment, subscribe wherever you are listening to and or watching the show. I appreciate you doing that in advance. Drop a nice comment if you want to have a question answered as well. I can do that for you. No problem. So... We're going to Berkeley today for today's spring showcase, spring game recap, whatever you want to call it. Cal is our next stop on the tours we venture around the Pac-12. And so the biggest headlines coming out of Cal this year are most notably, I should say is most notably, the biggest headline is most notably, Chase Garbers won't be the quarterback. Felt like he was there for a really long time, had a tremendously productive career, but he's off to try to make his way in the NFL and try to find a professional career. Certainly wishing him the best of luck in that sense, but he was a really nice quarterback for the Cal Bears over the last couple of years, but he's not there anymore. And the quarterbacks they've got in the room right now are four-star redshirt freshman quarterback or former four-star, I should say, Kai Milner, but he's likely to be the backup to Jack Plummer. And Plummer transferred to Cal this offseason as a grad transfer coming over from Purdue. And if you Beaver fans out there listening or watching might recognize the name because he was Purdue's quarterback at the time when they knocked off Oregon State. I believe he was at that point in, in the season. But he eventually got benched for for the Boilermakers and, you know, had some nice moments, but ultimately wasn't able to keep the starting job. And so he graduated and now he is transferred over to Cal. And he looks like he's going to be a starter. And, and but from what we've seen and what you gather watching th- these two guys play, Jack Plummer should be the starter. And Coach Justin Wilcox described him as a really, really sharp guy, which you'd expect for someone who, who's a veteran, right, who's played the, the position for several years in a Power 5 conference. I guess not all guys would necessarily have that description first from their head coach, but it's certainly one that the coaches have reiterated when when it comes to Jack Plummer. And it looks like he'll be the starter, and I think he should. You know, he doesn't have a huge arm. He doesn't have tremendous mobility. He's not some big, explosive, air raid-style quarterback, right? He's not like Cam Ward going up to Washington state where you expect in an air raid attack with his head coach, Eric Morris, who was, or his OC Eric Morris, who was his head coach at incarnate ward in the Southland conference the last couple of years, where he's a first team, all league performer. You expect a guy like that to go crazy and throw for a bunch of yards, right? That's not what you're probably going to see from Jack Plummer this year. And that's okay because it's not Cal's MO. It's not what they need. They do need to be more explosive on offense, but they don't necessarily have to go for, you know, four and 500 yards a game in order to win because their defenses year in and year out 
have been near the top of the Pac-12, and Justin Wilcox is a really sharp defensive mind. They've got some nice players on that side of the ball basically every year. So they don't need Jack Plummer, you know, for Cal to, to have a good season and get back to a bowl game for the first time since 2019 after a 5-7 and seven 2021 season. They don't need him uh, to go crazy, but they do need him to be competent and effective. I think that's the word that that Cal is looking for at the quarterback position. They need someone who can be effective, who can move the ball up and down the field at, at a decent rate. It doesn't have to be the top scoring offense in the conference. It doesn't even have to be the top three or four. If it can just be solid, middle of the pack, have some nice moments, then that can be enough for Cal with, with the defense that they usually have to win seven, eight, or maybe even nine games. But that kind of feels uh, like a stretch. But when you're a program like Cal and you're trying to, you know, build back now, I shouldn't say build back up per se, but they're just trying to to build up and raise their profile a little bit. You're just trying to get to solid bowl games, right? I mean, that's what Cal's expectations are realistic, realistically this year. I think Plummer's a guy who's capable of doing that. Now, uh, Bears fans out there will be wondering about Kai Milner, right? Because he is pretty highly rated four-star quarterback, had a composite rating over 90 and 24-7 sports. And Justin Wilcox said after the spring showcase that he's taken huge steps forward, but not experienced. That was kind of the, the, the short version of it. And, and that sort of comment usually means that he's growing, or at least they want to you know tell, tell their fans, everyone, that he's growing. But I think it's reasonable to assume uh, that he is. He's growing but he's not ready. And that's why you bring in a guy like Jack Plummer. You kind of know what you're going to get. You know what to expect and and you don't have to rush Kai Milner into action before he's ready. Now, if Justin Wilcox were in year one or two as Cal's head football coach, yeah, maybe he does decide to go with Kai Milner and and let him, you know, undergo some growing pains the way that DTR did at UCLA with Chip Kelly when he was, incredibly raw as a young player and now has grown into a capable quarterback in the Pac-12. Maybe you would do that in year one or two, but when you're in year six and Justin Wilcox been to a couple bowl games and had a couple nice seasons for Cal, but when you're off back-to-back losing season, well, I don't know, 2020 doesn't really count in my eyes. I just, I, I don't know what, what, am I supposed to make anything of that season? No, not really. So, Cal's coming off of a losing season, and when you do that, you're trying to get the program trending back in in the right direction because that's certainly not what they were hoping for after an eight-win season in 2019. But Wilcox knows that he needs to win games, right? In year six, you have to be a competent, competitive football program or else that seat can get a little bit warm. And I don't think there's any indication that Justin Wilcox has a real hot seat. I'm just saying it can start to move in that direction if you don't continue to move the program upwards. One thing that's held Cal back over the last couple years, because as I've said, their defense and statistically, this is true, but also just watching Cal play defense, the eye test, they're very well coached. Uh, If you're a football junkie like me and you can appreciate good defense, Cal is really well coached and has been for the last couple of years but they've been lacking in the explosive plays department. They have to work very hard to move the ball up and down the field. And there's one unit that they will 
be relying on this year that has a lot of Bears fans excited to create those explosive plays. I'll tell you which one after I tell you about Built Bars. Look, summer's coming up. We're all going to need food on the go, right? We're hiking. We're running. We're jogging. We're golfing. That's what I'm doing literally all the time. And in my bags, or in my golf bag, I should say, are Built Bars. I've always got them in my bag because they have got 17 grams of protein. 17 with four grams of sugar and four net carbs, 130 calories. They've got a bunch of amazing flavors. They've also got puffs, the first ever protein infused marshmallow. These, this stuff is not eating healthy, quote unquote. These are treats. Go to built.com, use promo code lock 15 and get 15% off your order. That's promo code lock 15 for 15% off at built.com. The unit Cal is counting on to take a step forward this year to help the offense, you know, match what the defense has been doing the last several years, which is being competent, competitive, one of the best units in the Pac-12. It's the wide receivers. And there's a lot of buzz coming out of Berkeley about these wide receivers. And, you know, Cal over the years, right, you think of good defense with Justin Wilcox, and that's just kind of been their brand, their MO and whatnot. But when you think of Cal in the last, you know, 12, 15 years, so they kind of have a sneaky good lineup of wide receivers that have gone to the NFL. Remember, Marvin Jones went to Cal, Deshaun Jackson, of course, Keenan Allen is a stud for any of you Duck fans out there. He's Justin Herbert's go-to target. I mean, Keenan Allen is as reliable of a wide receiver on third down as there is in the National Football League. So Cal has shown a propensity as a program to be able to put, you know, to put on the field high caliber wide receivers who can be impact players. They just haven't had them the way that they need to the last couple of years. But they're looking for a couple wide receivers to stand out. And actually going into the spring showcase and kind of spring football writ large, they were looking for a couple, but there have been a number of names to, to look out for it there. Guys like Jeremiah Hunter and Mason Starling, J. Michael Sturdivant, Tommy Christakos, all these guys are relatively inexperienced, so that's kind of the question mark there, and there are plenty of question marks on this Cal football team going into 2022, but those are the sorts of names that, that have Cal fans at least optimistic more than they have been in the past about the potential for the wide receiving unit to create some explosive plays on offense. Jack Plummer, of course, has to be able to put the ball there. He had a beautiful over-the-shoulder throw and a slot fade inside the right pylon, and it was really, it was a really well-thrown ball in the spring showcase. He has that sort of touch. He doesn't have the huge arm, doesn't have big mobility, but he's going to rely on his accuracy. If he can bring that on, on deep balls, I think these guys are going to be able to get Cal's offense above where it was a season ago. Let's move to three players who were in playing time in the spring showcase and kind of in spring football writ large, right? Because the, the showcase is sort of the, the most public version of practice and what coaches have been seeing and whatnot. First guy who stood out when you watched the showcase was Jaden Ott, someone who we've talked about here on the show before with John Garcia of Sports Illustrated. He is a true freshman this year, an early enrollee, and he's the kind of guy who we're talking about explosive plays. He has the potential to do just that. And when you watch him run, you don't see this from a lot of true freshmen. It's pretty rare because a lot of times uh, I think those sorts of guys have to, 
you know, or they feel like they have to overcompensate, run hard, and they're going to finish, and they're going to hit the hole hard, all this sort of stuff. Jade Knott has plenty of explosivity to his game, if that's even a word. Plenty of explosiveness is the word I, I believe that I'm searching for there. But he shows great patience, and I love that in a running back. You you know, have offensive linemen pulling around, which their offensive coordinator, Bill Musgrave, does quite a bit, right? Whether it's on a trap play from under center or a, a toss play with a pulling guard or something of the sorts, Cal pulls offensive linemen pretty regularly in the running game. And so having the patience to let him get up into the hole to, to create an even bigger hole potentially is a great feature for a running back to have. And I think Jade Knott showed that really well in the spring showcase. And when he runs, he's got this jitterbug component to him and he, he has explosive speed as well. If he can find that sort of running lane and get to the second level. But I like what I saw for a guy who's not tremendously big. I don't know that he'd be a number one running back per se for Cal, but I expect him to get some carries and touches this fall because he's someone who you want to get the ball to in space and also just gives him some opportunities between the tackles as well. Was talking about the wide receivers a moment ago that over the shoulder catch was made by Maven Anderson. And the redshirt freshman from Mission Viejo, California, plays in the slot, had that beauty. He ran a great route and made a nice catch on an absolute dime from Jack Plummer in the spring showcase. That's the sort of play that Cal has been missing. And that's the sort of play that they need from an assortment of guys, right? The other receivers. Uh, that I mentioned, Christakos, Sturdivant, like all, all those guys have to do it from time to time. But I think you look at a guy like Maven Anderson, and he is squarely in that group of wide receivers who are capable of producing the sorts of plays that have just been missing from this office, offense and that they need to get over 500 and get back to a bowl game in 2022. Defensively, that's where Cal makes some money, right? I mean, it, it always has been. Been talking about it today. We'll continue to talk about it here on the show because that's what they do with a defensive-minded head coach who put together some great defenses at, at Washington and has done the same thing at Cal. Coached some really good players as well. Evan Weaver among them. There, there have been a, a litany of quality players in the conference on the defensive side who have come from the Cal Bears. Offensively, little hit and miss, but uh, there might be some guys in that wide receiver unit who, who could stand out this year. But defensively, I, I think you look out for Raymond Woody the third. He's going to be in his second year with Cal this season, and he transferred over from Florida State. He's a former four-star recruit. Interesting note about him, moving around is pretty regular for him because he played four years of high school football at four different high schools. Now, and you can make of that what you will. I just thought I'd share because I don't know of many guys who, who who have done that in their careers. But, you know, Cal's pretty deep at, at the safety position. But now that he's in his second season, he's got all the physical tools and he's made some nice plays as well. He's had a great, great set of spring practices from, from everything that you read about Cal. He has a chance to to make himself into a regular contributor. And, you know, if he can build off the strong spring that he's had, then defensively, that's a name that, that Cal Bears fans should get used to calling this year on the defensive side of the ball. Raymond Woody the third, uh, I think could be kind of an anchor style player at the back end of Justin Wilcox's defense this year. Going forward, uh, there are so many questions 
with, with Cal. Just a lot, there, 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 there really are a lot, and I want to get to all of them because they're all worthy of talking about. But first, I want to tell you about Bet Online, your number one source for all your betting stats and sports info. Find all the latest sports developments, league reviews, and news, including this year's basketball playoffs, Major League Baseball, Go Mariners, and this weekend's Run to the Roses as the Kentucky Derby is back. Bet Online is your continued source for all your sports wagering information from live betting to playoffs, esports, and more. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action. Bet Online, where the game starts. Plenty of questions going forward for Cal as they look ahead to 2022 and wrap up spring football. And, you know, one of them is Brett Johnson. And Brett Johnson is a guy who Cal fans know, everybody else might know from terrorizing their team from, from time to time in this conference. He missed 2021 with a broken hip, unfortunately. But Justin Wilcox said, you know, that the defensive line is talented, but a number of those guys haven't played a lot. And since defense has always been kind of the anchor for Cal, it's going to have to be again, right? The offense, it's just not in their DNA and hasn't been. And, you know, though the wide receiving core shows potential, I don't think that they can ever be, you know, the side of the ball uh, that, that carries them to wins, right? It's just not what the offense is going to do. The defense can do that. Defense has done that for basically all of Cal's wins over the last couple of years, but they lost to Arizona last season 10 to 3. Uh, I mean, you hold a team to 10 points and lose. We all know which side of the ball has to improve in that sense. But Brett Johnson, if he comes back and he's healthy, he's a force to be reckoned with inside. And if he does, it's going to be a boon to Cal's defense that they didn't have a season ago. And I think that that's something that Bears fans are hoping is going to come to fruition. And that's just him staying healthy. And sometimes it's that simple, right? You have your great players, but if they're not on the field, then you don't get to enjoy their greatness. But Johnson is, is a really talented guy, and if he's healthy, I think he'll be able to do a, a lot this year for Cal. They also have a lot of, of new starters, and Justin Wilcox said that they feel really good about the talent on the roster, and you know every coach is going to say that uh, for the most part, right? I think Carl Durrell at, at Colorado was a little bit more reasonable or, or insightful in, in terms of saying, like, yeah, this roster is not where – it needs to be for us to compete yet. So Justin Wilcox at least feels a little bit better than that. Like he doesn't see this as a, a roster that's, you know, in transition or in rebuild or anything of the sorts. And it shouldn't be right in year six, you should be able to bring in the, the sorts of guys as a head coach who are going to help you at least be a relevant competitive team. And at the very least, if you're not going to be at the top of your, your division, then be a nuisance for, the teams that you have to play and Cal kind of was a season ago. They had five, one possession losses, but that's one of the questions that I've got about them is they have a lot of newcomers and as sure there's some talent there on both sides of the ball, but how are they going to gel? Are they going to be able to put it together? They had five of their seven losses last year were by one score, five of them. I mean, that's, a ridiculously high number for one singular season and the wide receivers, they've got a lot of talent, but they don't have a lot of experience. And if you've got a lot of newcomers, right. Putting together that team chemistry to execute in late game crunch time situations, that can be a big ask sometimes. And so uh, I think the way that they're going to be able to mesh together as a team is going to be a, a determinant for, for their success 
in 2022. And, and they have to start better, right? I, I mean, they have to start better. I mean, you, you lose five games by one possession. A bunch of them came in the early going. They started the year one and five, ended the year five and seven. They beat USC. Now the Trojans were down and I, I haven't uh, double checked their schedule, but I believe that they that they have USC this year. Wouldn't expect them to do that. They have a big non-conference game early in the year against Notre Dame. That could be maybe the biggest win of the Justin Wilcox era if they're able to go to South Bend and beat Notre Dame. Am I confident they're going to be able to do that? Probably not. With Jack Plummer still making the adjustment, that'll be you know one of his first games or maybe the first game. I'd have to again, I'd have to double check the schedule, and I just did not for for today, but. If they can win that game, it would do a lot for their confidence early in the year and would help the players who were returning from last year sort of exercise the demons from a season ago when they were just having these tight games that they were losing early in the year. Uh, and having to dig yourself out of a hole like that in a season, it can just be too much because they finished 4-2 and two down the stretch, right? They started playing much better football. And I'm sure for Cal fans, it's frustrating to look back and go, if we beat a 1-11 Arizona team, who we only allowed 10 points to, then we get into a bowl game. That has to be frustrating to only score three points offensively. And so I think if they can just, they don't have to get off to some blazing hot start so that they can coast to a bowl game or anything of the sorts. But if they're going to get back to being bowl eligible, you can't start one and five. You have to have a couple of wins in the early going so that if you do have a run the way they did at the end of last season, it's actually going to mean something in terms of the goals you're trying to achieve. And, you know, finally been talking plenty about the offense today and, you know, how they'll be able to create explosive plays and can they improve and match what the defense is doing? How are they going to operate without Chase Garbers? I mean, he's been there for the last several years and now Cal is going to be run by a quarterback that isn't Chase Garbers. And that's going to be a new thing for some of the guys in the room and on, uh, on on both sides of the ball, really, you don't have his leadership there anymore. Is Jack Plummer going to be able to step in and not just replicate his production, but also his presence in the locker room? I think that's an important part of being a quarterback is you have to be a leader on the team. And it can be tough to do that sometimes as a transfer who might only be there for one season. And is that going to impact you know how, how they all play together? Plummer has been absolutely raving about his receivers and the chemistry they've been able to put together so far. And he wants to build on that this summer, which I think if you're a Cal fan is a great thing to hear that he wants to continue to build that rapport going into the season. But there are things that Garbers can do offensively as well that I don't think Jack Plummer can do. I think Garbers has a little bit better arm. He's definitely more mobile as well. So that's going to be an adjustment offensively. And I'll be interested to see how that plays out. I think Plummer can play in this offense perfectly well because it's very execution-based, right? They do a lot of under center. They want to run the ball, and they're going to try to run the ball and control the clock, win with defense primarily. But Plummer's still going to have to execute from time to time, make some big throws, and come up with this, those explosive plays as well. I think those are the biggest storylines going forward for the Cal Bears and Justin Wilcox. I appreciate everyone listening. I will see you next time. Have a wonderful rest of your day.